Welcome to the Trading and Chilling Podcast. I'm your host, John Gordon. Today, we're going to be talking about life, the mindset, what it takes to become a successful trader, and much, much more. So stay tuned and get excited for what's to come. I say we because I want you, the listeners, to interact and talk about your experiences. So even if you're at the beginner level, the expert level, or the pro level, I want to know. Or if you're someone that's interested and want to know more about getting into trading or investing in general, you've came to the right podcast. What I want to do is I want to build a platform for traders by traders. So sit back, take notes, take lots of notes. And let's make this money, baby. Let's go. Well, how y'all doing? Yo, hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to the new episode. You know, I'm the Trading and Chilling Podcast. And let's go. So, in today's news, you know, how Microsoft did, you know, last week that that uh that buyout. <laughs> Oh, Activision, Blizzard, and uh, King Studios, you know, that made uh, Activision and Blizzard, they're one company now. You know, they have World of Warcraft, StarCraft, Diablo, and now Call of Duty. Um, So Sony did a bold move today and acquired Bungie the creators of Halo and Destiny for a whopping $3.6 million today. Now, isn't that, that, that's Tony's way of firing back at Microsoft for acquiring Activision Blizzard, you know? So that's their version of firing back. You know, they can't get it back because now it belongs to Sony. So... Who knows if Microsoft is going to make Call of Duty now just an exclusive for Xbox? And who knows if Sony is going to make Halo and Destiny an exclusive for PlayStation? Which is... I don't care. (laughs) You know, I like both games. I like all three. Um, So... We'll see what the future holds on that. You know, maybe Microsoft has to pay Sony now for that. Who knows? So, who knows? On today's topic, let's see here. Let's do a recap on everything that happened last week as well as as well as the starting of the now just today. What I've read. Um, you know, all eyes are on, uh, the Federal Reserve was on the Federal Reserve on yesterday, uh, as Jerome Powell confirmed that interest rate rises are highly likely, it was highly likely to happen in March. 
So we all know that caused Bitcoin to fall. And as Bitcoin, I can tell you where Bitcoin is at right now. Bitcoin's at 38,000 and it's nicely healthy uptrend that it's doing. You know, it's doing its healthy uptrend. So breakout area that I'm looking for for Bitcoin to continue going up is at 39,180 mark, 183 mark. 30, 39,000. So I'm looking at it like at 39,146 area, maybe 139,147. So that's what I'm looking at for Bitcoin. But we all know Bitcoin has been dusting itself off after a pan, pan, <laughs> a panic start to the week. You know, uh, prices fell to 33 on Monday, which was last week, as well as sell-offs hit global markets. So everything was red last week. If you guys was in this market, or into space, or into stocks, or into cryptos, or foreign exchange. Well, just cryptos and stocks, really. That's That would have been a great time to scoop up companies at discounted rates. You know, it was at a discounted rate, so. I would have bought. I did buy some. The world's biggest cryptocurrency is closely correlated to the stock markets right now. So this means that uh, when the S&P 500 bounced back on Monday due to close, so did Bitcoin. So let me tell you guys this with Bitcoin, man. Bitcoin and the indices... They move, they all, they, and gold, they all move, they all move in the same direction. They're all moving, they all move with, within each other, you know? So if Bitcoin's going up, all those are going to go up, especially gold, you know, as well. So if you want to buy gold, just look at what Bitcoin's doing and buy gold, you know, as well as the US 30 or your Dow Jones. Also, your US 30 or your S&P 500 or your NASDAQ, you know, they all move within the same. I feel like big, I feel like Bitcoin's manipulated. Bitcoin is definitely manipulated, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it's, it's moving with those guys. It's heavily manipulated. Uh, like I said, all eyes are on Jim Powell's as he confirmed that interest rate rises are highly likely in March gonna go down in March you know so we'll see we'll see if what happens towards the end of February or or towards the beginning of March or as it's starting to get closer to March we'll see how the market is gonna react if it's gonna dip again I'm gonna buy more um, I'm not a financial advisor nor am I going to tell you guys to get into this or get into that. I'm going to basically say what I'm going to get into just for the fact that I don't want you guys going back and be all like, oh, I sold my house for this and it didn't do this, so now I'm suing you. 
type stuff, you know. Do your own research. Make your own decisions. I'm just putting you guys on game as to what I'm doing because maybe it helps out somebody, you know, but I want everybody to make money. So I'm going to always say that this is what I'm doing. You guys don't have to do it, but do your own research first and make your decision first. So, um, so that way you can, uh, yeah, so it's going to be your decision that you're going to make, not mine. So, yeah. Um, let's see here. What else is going on here? Uh, let's see here. Looking ahead, 30K is a critical line in the sand for Bitcoin. It's a level that was successfully defended last summer. You could argue that Bitcoin is in a perilous per position right now. I'm sorry. Um, it's already fallen 40% from all-time high, while the S&P 500 isn't even in correction territory yet. Uh, further decline on Wall Street could end up proving uh, could end up proving climatic, uh, climatious, climen. Calamentous for the crypto market. Dang, this dude is using big old words that I can't even pronounce. Jeez, he's highly intelligent. Um, so five things we've learned this week. All right. So Coinbase has accused has been accused of profiting from the cryptocurrencies it listed. Uh. An in-depth report from the Federal Times found that the exchange has unveiled support for at least 30, I'm sorry, not 30, excuse me, 20 cryptocurrencies while holding an investment in a relative project, of a related project, sorry, in a related project. Bro, I tell you what, these dudes are smart. <laughs> They're investing in the own coin that they list. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I'm choking on my spit. <clears throat> they're investing in the coins that they that they're listing on their on their site. Why not? Why the heck not? I would too. If I was an exchange like that, I I would gladly do that. You know, because they know telling when one of them coins pop off or when they start going parabolic, that's money in the bank. That's money in the bank. Let me look for my ad. You know. Okay, KJ. Cheese up. Little scrap, scrap. I got money. Be a me. Be a me. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. Shout out what you drink. I got money in the bank. Shout out what you drink. I got money in the bank. Shout out what you drink. I got money in the bank. All right, 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 all right
All jokes aside, all jokes aside, you know, that's basically what Coinbase is doing, you know, putting that money in the bank. Exactly. Now, we got uh, Robinhood. It's unlikely to be listed to... Robinhood is unlikely to list Shiba Inu anytime soon now. Uh, the trading platform CEO, Vlad Tiniv, is trading cautiously because it's worried about adding unregistered securities that could cause trouble with the F with the SEC. I think it's a bunch of crap. That is my opinion. Because look, he he listed Doge. Doge is on Robinhood that you can trade right now. And he was not worried about no unregistered securities. And Shiba you know, isn't even an unregistered security. There's, they got so much utilities going behind them. Everybody's backing them up. Companies are backing them up. All these other, all these other major exchanges have already added Shiba Inu to their platform, except for Robinhood. I just see that as him making an excuse and expect the people to believe it or to just go along with it. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. <laughs> Apparently, cryptos can make you more attractive. You know, a tongue-in-cheek survey from eToro suggests that 33% of Americans will actually be more likely to go on a date with someone who mentioned cryptocurrencies in their dating profile. Funnily enough, it doesn't mention how many people would be less likely. That's kind of cool. What do you guys think about that? You guys let me know. Would you guys date somebody that mentioned cryptocurrency or talk about cryptocurrency? That's weird. That's a weird one, though. That is a weird one. That is a weird one. But you guys let me know. You know, Etoro did that survey. He said 33% of Americans would. So let's see. Uh, ARK Invest is still really bullish on Bitcoin. The investment management firm thinks one Bitcoin could equal 1.3, oh, 1.36 million by 2030. <clears throat> so we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. This is breaking news. Um, uh, Ethereum 2.0 is dead, kinda. They're talking about it being dead. For what? Oh, because Ethereum Foundation wants us to stop using the phrase Ethereum 2.0 and refer to it as the consensus layer instead. Okay. All right. All right, all right, all right. So I have three questions. Will Bitcoin manage to retake 40K? Will the correlation between Bitcoin and stocks continue? 
Did you guys know if there's any more details on Joe Biden's plan to introduce crypto rules as a matter of national security? What do you guys think? Let me know. Let me know. Join the Telegram group, man. Let me know. I'll drop the link in the bio of the Telegram group. You guys, I don't know why, but it's not allowing you to click it and it takes you there to it. I think you got to copy it and then put it on like your web browser and then it should open up there. So I wanted to talk about uh, rug pulls. You know, rug pulls can do some significant damages, man. You know, especially to a person that's not experienced, but is just super excited about a certain coin that comes out. You know, they're just excited about it and they're just looking at the dollar side and not actually what they're what their utility is or what they're planning on doing or their roadmap is or who is behind the developers. You know, rug pulls are very common. I'm not going to lie. Starting out with cryptos, I was involved in three rug pulls. They kind of, that literally turned me off to cryptos until I got back into it again in 2019. This was back uh... Let's see here, 2015, 16, 17, yeah. 18, 19, so yeah, I was off of cryptos for like four years, you know. Um, it's not just cryptos itself, but altcoins. There's nothing wrong with Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and XRP. And all those other stable coins. It's just a new there's just a new alternate coins that are coming out. You know, I was involved in a few that was been around that's been around for five years. You know, this 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 coin slash platform's been around for five years. I started I started in with BitConnect. That's no longer around because I finally decided to do a rug pull when the SEC started to uh started uh sanctioning them and then i was in another one called the war coin um i think i was that one was been around for two years and then i got into it like a pre-sale on one coin i forgot the name of it i think it was called um I can't remember, but I have my buddy and uh, he invested 500. I invested a hundred, you know, on the pre-sale of this coin, expecting it to come out on this roadmap. And then all of a sudden they disappeared when it was time to, for that coin to be released on these exchanges. They took off with our money, man. <clears throat> took off with our money and then I was in another one um, that right now is getting sued for freaking money laundering and lying to their people saying that oh they're bought some trading when it's really not and showing false results um, 
That one was called Dropple. Uh, I was in another one where it was called Thorn Coin. I don't know what the heck happened to that coin now. Thorn Coin. I have no idea what happened. Um, they said it wasn't gonna deal with U.S. customers anymore, so they just, so they pulled out of the U.S. I have no idea. I haven't seen my coin since. Um, there's another one called Filecoin. I don't know what that got into that one either. I had coins in there too, me and my buddy Felix. And he sold all of his, but I kept mines in there, you know, because I wanted it to, to grow. I believed in that coin, especially the back end and what they stood for. Um, but like I said, I was just as naive too, because I didn't see the signs on the wall. Um, so let me show you guys how to detect rug pulls, a coin that's gonna, that you know is gonna, that say it's gonna do stuff, but then it's gonna, all, all it's trying to do is collect a bunch of money and then pull off with your, your cash and you, there's no way for you of getting it back because it's cryptos, you know? This is why the government's fighting so hard to regulate cryptocurrency. So stuff like this don't don't happen, <clears throat> you know, to the American people. So this is how you detect a rug pull. Um, so there's a few of these things that you can do to avoid falling into a rug pull. You know, let me... Uh, rug pulls are a thorn. Rug pulls are a thorn in the side of risk-taking investors eager to get in early on the hottest project before they go big. This type of scam is proliferating these days due to the definite hype around decentralization finance, DeFi, non-fungible token, non-fungible tokens, NFTs, and Web3. Uh, various metaverse, various metaverses, and the promise of riches. Um, sorry. Uh, the crypto industry lack a regulation, sometimes misplacing faith in anonymous teams and the general demographic of crypto users, which consists mostly of millennials and Gen Zs with excess funds, little fundamentals, understanding of cryptos, and often lacking real drive or incentive to learn the technical the technical irrecates intricates sorry the technical intricates or intricacies of blockchain technology this is not a description of every crypto investor but it does describe many of them today see this was me when i first started you know um cypher trace has reported that DeFi hacks reached a whopping 361 million from January to July of 2021 last year. 
uh, nearly threefold increase from 2020's data, and accounted for nearly has accounted for nearly 77% of all cryptocurrencies are related hacks. However, a rug pull doesn't require a bad actor to hack a protocol or anything. In fact, they simply need to pull the proverbial rug from under investors that they lured in with promises of lucrative returns and disappoint and disappear with their funds quickly. So if you want to dabble in crypto, especially DeFi, it is extremely important that you learn how to spot a rug pull because once your funds are stolen, it's almost impossible to recover them. And unlike some centralized exchange, most DeFi platforms do not offer insurance for losses. So, you guys got to keep your eyes and ears out there. Got to keep your head on the swivel. You know, um, <clears throat> so yeah, man. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, how did, well, I just described how it worked. It's basically, I back then it used to be called exit scams, where they would exit as exit scam, so they would run away with your money. Exit with your money, you know. Um, so, so basically, invest. So basically, founders will disappear sometimes after investors. Meant, oh, there's NFT scams, uh, rug pulls too. You know, uh, NFT rug pull uh, is basically it's even harder to determine. It's even harder to determine a potential rug pull since several projects like Board Ape Yacht Club have have launched with with their founder yet turns out to be successful. Uh, however, careful due diligence can still go a long way to prevent being hoodwinked. How to catch a rug pull? Liquidity has no... Okay. So how to catch a rug pull? Step one. Step one? Liquidity... La. Liquidity. Oh my lord. Liquidity has no time lock. A time lock on a token pool liquidity is most surefire way to for teams to build public trust in their project as it eliminates the possibility of them making away with investors' funds. Note that most of the liquidity 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 needs to be locked preferably 95 to 100 percent will with a long time horizon with a long time horizon 
unfortunately, determine whether liquidity is locked may be too technical for the average crypto Joe. Your best bet is to ask the developer, the, the, the developer team in the Discord or Telegram group to provide proof of locked liquidity. You hear that? Ask the developer, developer team or the development team if you're in that coins, normally their Discord um, or Telegram group, and they can provide you a proof of locked liquidity. Basically, they'll show you a, a, a dead wallet, uh, if that makes any sense. An address to a dead wallet that they can show that that's where 95% of the coins are going. That's locked up forever. You can't get it out. It's not going nowhere. If they can do so, then that's a good sign. But don't take anything at face value. If you know someone who has relevant DeFi development experience, ask them to help you verify if a project liquidity, liquidity is locked. Number two, anonymous or fake founders. Anonymity gives malicious developers a shield that protects them from accountability which provides a lot of opportunities to to rug pull to pull off a rug or to pull off a rug pull while bitcoin's finders founder may have been anonymous satoshi never asked people to buy bitcoin only to mine it in defi projects in defi Projects ask you to put your hard-earned money in their hands, which makes it extremely important that their real identities are attached to the project. You need to check the founder's social media accounts to determine whether their identity are verified, identities are verified, and that their record are not that their records are not fabricated. Uh, some teams are clever in hiding their anonymity by creating fake LinkedIn's or Twitter profiles, which requires you to determine how solid and reliable their information is. If they have, if they have little to no interaction related to their followers slash connections, that's already a bad sign. Moreover, if their follower count is extremely low, then that could be a red flag. Anonymous founders are even more prevalent in the NFT space, where they can re they can raise several millions of dollars. Several several millions dollars. Oh, I can't talk today. I'm sorry, guys. Where they can raise several million dollars worth of cryptos with nothing but a picture of an ape or other animal and a haphazard discord group setup in this case you're either going to have to take a bigger gamble or use other matrix to spot a potential rug pull step three unrealistic project returns on investments if someone is too good to be true, chances are it is. Scam DeFi projects more often than 
scam DeFi projects more often than not claim. Not that sound. I'm sorry, guys. Scan DeFi projects more often than not claim to offer high rewards ranging from 500% to 5,000% APY since they since they need high liquidity to run their operation. Your common sense will come in handy in determining ROI figures that are unsustainable. Number. Number four, step four, on audited projects. This is key, guys. This is key. If they're not verified by an audited company like check, like creditor for cryptos. Credit. Certix are. Certic for cryptos, you know, like the altcoins, that's a big auditor. You know, they audit to make sure that the team is legit, the fundamentals are legit, and it's a legit company. So that's why I do my research. I look at the Certic, their certification in the Certic, what score they scored in the Certic. But the Certic will break down everything for you, so that way it makes your research a lot easier on on uh on coins that you're looking into getting into all coins that you're looking into getting into uh crypto coins cryptocurrency coins um this is key a genuine crypto project must have its smart contracts audited by an independent security firm preferably before they list their tokens or allow investors to gain exposure other projects may deviously postpone the auditing process, but put it somewhere in the roadmap to give investors unwarranted confidence. An unaudited smart contract could hide bugs that allow the founders or someone else to steal users' funds through a backdoor. Furthermore, investors should check the audit. Investors should check the audit report themselves. Some projects just indicate that they've been audited, which can dilute, delude investors. For all you know, an audit report might reveal the con artist's planned exit route, if you look closely. Unfortunately, smart contract auditing is expensive enough that many projects included legitimate ones can't afford it in such a case. You can alternately check independent auditing websites like Token Sniffer or RugDoc that may have that may have made their own free audit of the project available. Um, so yeah, man, that's major key right there. Major keys, man. Major key right there. Yeah, that's major. All right, we're going to go on to step five. Lack of effort or innovation. Scam products are not built to last. Hence, founders don't put a lot of effort into, their, into them. The most obvious sign is a low-quality website. In fact, 
some of them may only put up a launch and soon page. This also applies to scam white papers, which are usually ambiguous. Highlight several buzzwords like DeFi, blockchain, metaverse, or GameFi, as well as copy-paste descriptions from another project. If a protocol's white paper or doc page doesn't make sense, you should rethink its legitimacy. Moreover, if a project is likely a clone of another or doesn't bring anything new or innovative to the space, that's a red flag. At best, you've pulled your hand. At best, you've pulled your hand. At best, you've pulled your hard-earned money into a low-quality project. At worst, you're gonna get exit scammed. Step six: funded funds concentrated among handful of holders. Funds concentrated among handful of holders. <clears throat> if large amounts of tokens are in the hands of a few holders, chances are that they are a team wallet disguised as regular holders. Um, this allows them to easily manipulate the price at the expense of incorrect investors. Note that developers do not need to completely drain a pool's fund to perform a successful rug pull. For example, if a couple of hands control 60% of the supplies, they could easily sell them in one sitting and crash the token price. To avoid this, you need to check the coin's blockchain explorer on Etherscan or, or, or Binance Smart Chain Scan, which is also known as BSC Scan, to find its token distribution. As a rule of thumb, a non-team wallet should not hold no more than 5% of the token supply unless locked. So that's what happened to that coin. Um, what the heck is it? It was named after the, fa the famous TV show in Japan with the PlayStation symbols. I can't remember it right now, but that's exactly what happened. And a lot of people lost their money in that one. So yeah, so you guys keep a watch out on that. And the last step here is Stealth Mints. This has to deal with the NFTs. The Stealth Mint is where an NFT projects files under the radar until the mint is launched, which makes it so much easier to create FOMO in a short period. While it has some advantages, too many malicious developers have used it as an av as an avenue for rugging. To be safe, avoid projects that use this approach. Hmm. In conclusion, now that we have shed some light on the steps needed to avoid falling prey to crypto scams, it is important. It is very important to note that that these does that these don't totally guarantee the safety of your funds. As the technology evolves, um, as the technology evolves, there will always be surprises with hackers uncovering newer 
and more spontaneous ways to steal cryptos. Uh, moreover, these measurements are as effective in isolation. For instance, if you're able to verify that the team wallets are locked, but fail to identify that more that more ha that more than half of the token supplies is in the hands of an unlocked external wallet, they can still rug pull. They can still rug pull you or exit scam you. The same is true with haphazard background checks. You need to do your due diligence regardless or not. You need to do your you need to do your due diligence religiously. A matter of fact, or not invest in them at all. So, this is what I wanted to come on here to talk about today: how to detect rug pulls, man. Because I'm telling you, it's out there. You may have been part of one, you may not. Those that may not have been. Please do your due diligence. That's why I always tell y'all, do y'all due diligence. Do y'all own research. So that way y'all can't come back and say, oh, no, you scammed me out of this. And I'm like, I have nothing to do with that. I'm just doing what I normally do. I'm investing in these coins that I did my research on. You know, I don't want nobody coming back and saying I said this or I did this. No. You know, I did my research. I'm putting you guys on games that what I'm doing, you know, so I'm giving you guys insight as to what I'm doing, what plays I'm making. So that way you guys can make money too. You know, now if they all go against me and they get rug pull, Hey, you know, you guys, you guys only want to lose what you guys only want to lose, what you guys only want to put in what you guys are willing to lose. You know what I'm saying? So if these, some, if one or two coins do a rug pull, you know what? That's fine with me. Cause <clears throat> the most I've invested, that's the minimum I'm, I'm gonna invest is a hundred bucks. You know, a hundred bucks. That's it. That's all I'm gonna invest. I'm not gonna put more in uh, unless I see it dipping more. Then I'll put like twenty-five dollars here, fifty dollars here. You know, in a coin that's that I know that's that's been around. You know, look at uh, look at Shiba. Shiba's been around for a year, a year now, and it's still solid. Um, so, so yeah, only investing coins that you guys know for a fact that you guys did these six steps, or well, these five steps. You guys know that it's a solid coin. You guys aren't gonna get scammed, and you guys can safely and confidently put your money in a coin that you guys completely back up with the research on. So uh, that's it for today. I am going to let you guys go, but I'll see y'all in the next episode, you know. Don't be sad, you know. I'm oh, sorry about not posting anything on Friday. Uh, I was just busy that day and I completely forgot, to be honest with you. So that's my bad. That is my bad for Friday. So that's it. I'm going to try to do, I'm, I'm going to try to be consistent Monday and Fridays. Um, 
don't know what time I'm gonna just drop them. I guess I'll just drop them whenever I do them, and then you guys will see them. So, so yeah. So, round of applause. I wanted to show you this with you guys on Friday, but I completely was slammed with some work that I had to finish up. Um. But yeah, man, I want to thank my current listeners as well as my new listeners and future new listeners. Man, I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, man, because I received this email and it, it, it literally sparked a fire in me, man, when I read it. It literally gave me hope to go even harder for you guys. You know, when I read this email, man, I was just overall filled with joy. Right, so New Zealand, man, thank you guys for loving the channel. Hong Kong, thank you guys for loving the channel. Thank you guys for. The, for, thank you for the listeners that are listening to the iPod on on, uh, on Apple. Thank you guys so much, man. My current listeners, new listeners, and future listeners, I want to thank you guys, man. You know, I received the email, I guess, with my uh, rankings for the last 30 days on Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm ranking very well in New Zealand. I want to thank you guys. I want to pray for you guys too, man. Uh, I know that uh, that volcano didn't happen near you guys, but you guys were affected from it. Um, so I've been praying on you guys on that one, for you guys on that one, as well as the island that it happened on. <clears throat> so, but yeah, man, thank you guys, man. Uh, I'm, I'm in position 50 in the category investing in, in the investing category. My position is 50. I want to thank you guys for that in New Zealand. I want to thank the Hong Kong, uh, area, you know, for having me listed in the 70 spot in the investment category for Hong Kong, as well as, um, the business category, the top 150 position, 149. I, my position was 149 in the category of business in New Zealand. And I want to thank you guys for that too. And I was listed at position 156 in the category of business as well for Hong Kong. So I want to. I want to thank you guys for that, man. You guys just lit a fire under me, man, to go even harder. You know, go even harder, you know, hit the ground running. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are benefiting from this more than I do. I, I get a joy coming on here and, um, and doing the podcast. Man, this thing fills me up with joy, man. No matter what bad day I'm going through, I know that when I jump on the podcast, man, I don't even remember what happened today, you know, because I'm interacting with you guys. 
You know, and I see that you guys are interacting with me by listening to the to the podcast. And I thank you guys for it, man. I really do. I really want you guys to join this Telegram group that I created, man, so I can communicate with you guys as well. You know, I don't care what language you guys speak. I promise you I'll find a translator to communicate with each and every one of you guys. So, so I want to thank everybody, not just um, Hong Kong and New Zealand, but I want to thank every single last one of you guys including Hong Kong and New Zealand. You know, this is a milestone for me, you know. It may, it may not seem like a lot to you guys or for some of you guys that are listening, but this means the world to me, man. This means the world to me. This, this just shows to me that I'm doing something right. You know, you guys are family now. So you guys are family now, so... I love you guys. You guys take care. Y'all be safe out there, man. Yo, let's make this money, baby. Come on ahead and join the Telegram group where you get the sauce. You guys get laced up. You guys get all the information and what I'm doing and what I'm getting into and what I'm about to get into. You guys get get that first row seat. You know, that's only for that's only for the uh the true trading and chilling uh team man you know the 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 true chilling chilling squad you know if you want to go ahead and join man go ahead and join you know um and that's all of you guys you guys are part of this trailing chilling squad so so yeah join the telegram group you won't regret it. It's going to be a blast. You guys can ask whatever question you guys want to ask, and you guys get in there, man. Ask away. Don't be afraid. You know, there's no such thing as a dumb question for me, you know, because who, who's is it? Who's to say that that was a dumb question? You know what I'm saying? Like, like to you, it may not be dumb, you know? So ask away. Whatever question it is, man, I don't know who the heck put that stigma on questions, you know, but they need to delete that off the face of the earth for real because it's just a question. You know, a question's a question. I don't know how a question can be dumb or stupid. I have no freaking clue, you know, um, but you guys ask away. You guys ask all the questions you want because you never know. Your question may help another person that had the same question so that way I can answer it and it can help someone else out too. So you guys go ahead and join the Telegram group. Man, I want you guys to join the darn, the live Zooms I'm having, man. You know, in the mornings, man. Yo, you guys, this morning, oh my God, my trading was on point. I trade Forex a lot. That's my main, that's my main source of income is foreign exchange. I trade the Forex, foreign exchange a lot. I'm a day trader, so I trade the foreign exchange. I trade stocks too, but I do that on Weevil and uh, and, and Cash App. So, yeah, man, the team made a killing, man. Those who were in Telegram, they all made a killing today. You know, I sent us a few signals with the foreign exchange. I sent out a few signals for stocks. Uh, you guys look out on the rise on AMC. It's in the buy. It's in my area to buy, which it triggered. 
when I place my buy limit. So you guys check out AMC, man. Check out AMC. It triggered my buy limit. So I'm riding in profits right now. You know, there's still room to buy. It's it, it, it it's it's never too late. It's never too late. You know, the price right now on AMC. Hold on, let me wind this up. Price on AMC now is 16 bucks. My buy limit triggered at $14.31. Right now, it's at $16. So I'm up 2%. Well, no, I'm sorry. I'm up 6.64% from my initial entry. So, so yeah, that's more than 5% of my account. Um, my trading account, so I'm gonna take partials and I'm gonna move my stop loss into break even. So that way, if it does reverse against me, I don't lose anything else. So I'm gonna take partials, move my stop loss to break even. And then every time it goes up another 5%, I'm going to keep taking partial. So I'm going to keep taking money off the top. You know, I take, I actually take, since it's at 6%, I, I'll normally take 3%. I take 3% every single time. I'll wait till it's at 5% though, and then take 3% and then wait for, and then wait and then do the, the new calculations of the total that I have now. And then I'll take, I'll wait for that. I'll do 5% and then 3%. So when I see that it's at 5%, I know when I'm taking partials off the top, I know when I'm taking some off the top, I know how much exactly my 3% is supposed to be. So that's how I trade. Um, you guys can later on get in on a Zoom session with me and see exactly how I go into details on how I look for trades and setups. That'd be awesome too, man. You guys can ask away in all the questions, man. I'm loving this, you know. Hey, y'all season, y'all season traders hop on too, man. You know, just because y'all season don't mean y'all can't learn a thing or two, you know. Get your pride out the way <clears throat> for those that are prideful. But other than that, I'll let y'all go. I want to see you guys in this Telegram, man, for reals, for reals. Y'all join the Telegram. I'm gonna put I'm gonna leave a link in the description and you guys go ahead and join, man. I know you guys are gonna have to copy and paste it in your web browser and then and then you guys should be able to join it. Because for some reason when I when I paste it in there, it doesn't show up in blue so where you can click it. I don't know why, but it doesn't do that. So if you click it, it just takes you to it. Don't know why it doesn't do that, but it doesn't do that. So, <clears throat> so other than that, man, I love you guys, man. Y'all be safe. I'll see.
See y'all in the next episode. Peace. Out. Laters.